1: Welcome to a brand new extra special episode of Tender Loving Care with your hosts, myself, Pauline, and my darling Kate. Kate and I have decided we cannot not discuss the latest show airing in the 90 Day Fiancé franchise, the original 90 Day Fiancé. As you probably know, our podcast, Tender Loving Care, has a new, um, which is available on all podcasting platforms, has a new episode each Wednesday. In that episode, we break down a show from the TLC Network, past or present, we deep dive and discuss the glorious chaos of one of those shows. But in this episode, we focus solely on a glorious 90-day fiance franchise. Hi Kay. Hi, Pauline. Kate, we're back. We are back, baby. Back. Mm, 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 mm.
0: Yes. Thank you, listeners, for being patient as we took a much needed and I would say deserved two-week break. It was so nice to just relax and not think about anything. I played a lot of my Nintendo Switch and just chilled out. It was great. How was your break?
1: Well, it was brilliant because I saw you, listeners. I hope you saw on our Instagram Tender Loving Care podcast. I did post one quick photo. Kate and I were reunited, and it feels so good. Um, <laughs> it was great. Kate came to LA, so we had a good gossesh in person. It was outstanding, and I met one of the stars of the show. Penny Crayon. That <laughs> is Kate's dog, Penny, who I lovingly call Penny Crayon. She is a little scribble in real life. Stunning, amazing, cutie patoot. So I was very, very happy to meet her. So it was great seeing you. Kate, I don't know about you. I, for the past, I would say good month, have done nothing but shove uh, crap food in my mouth and drink red <gasps> wine. Sort same. Of
0: I'm in the same boat. Oh my gosh. I I did it's, a lot, lot of wine.
1: Lot of cocktails. wine. A yeah. Lot of wine. And I just get, you know, I know it's so, it's obvious, obvious to say, well, yeah, that's why everyone does in December. But I, it really is a little chip that goes it's into my head. It's like activated December the 1st. You can eat whatever you want. Doesn't matter. No calories. You're going to be fine. January 1st that's when it all starts
0: yes yes and everyone knows that that week in between Christmas and New Year's doesn't mm. really exist no it's, it doesn't
1: exist no no it, it's, it's a pretend com-
0: week yeah
1: it's comfy cozies it's docu's it's cheese jaw. <laughs> God, I love cheese. Um, (laughs) Yes, there's been a lot of that. I'm glad I'm not alone in that. Um, But listeners, yeah, thank you so much for sticking by us. We really did enjoy a little break, but we obviously kept up on all the news as we do. Kate and I feverishly texting each other's photos. um, One being all is well in the world because Dars is married, and we were we got some photos released. Now there are a little bit, there several a a couple of discrepancies between the photos that. Darce released and then the photos of her actually in her wedding dress you know I'm just saying she's stunning and brave and I love her and we love our Dars always oh and Mm -hmm. the monster uh, Nazi youth um, Jesse is gonna be a father
0: Okay. Ugh, bless that child. Wow.
1: God bless the child. I mean, seriously. I was just I'm gonna sing everything. This is this gonna be a musical number? This episode. What do you
0: what do you think was going on in the silver household when she found out that news?
1: Grit grit through gritted teeth. I'm really happy for him. Mm, that was the DAS. That was yep. the DAS. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's been a lot of gossip. We do need to catch up on. I mean, Kate and I are always perusing even on our downtime you know we are on the trades we're on page six we're on Mm -hmm. instagram and there's been tons obviously we have a lot to speak about in our bravo show later on this week with salt lake city kate and i have not discussed it in person we've discussed it a tiny bit in text that's it we're saving Mm -hmm. it for the pod because what has happened has been monumental um we did also find out that uh debbie um as in goldie's mother has been denied entrance back into canada with her boyfriend. Um, because they messed up on visa stuff. So she's back in the US and she's going to go and stay with Larissa in Vegas. <laughs> so there's that, guys. We need Day Andy
0: World. and a camera. Andy, or
1: and the PA camera.
0: and a camera, I guess. Exactly. Uh, or the PA. Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> That's a callback to the OG listeners. OG listeners. Um, that is wild. I feel like we did call this, though. When we were talking about Debbie at some point, we were like, because she's like, oh, I'm just moving here forever. And we said, how?
1: You know, we love the details. Listeners. We love the we love financials and talking visas, like love getting into that. So. But you're right. you Kate. I think you're right. We did discuss that. She said she got some bad advice. And while she was applying for her permanent residency, she thought she could leave the country. She couldn't went to Canada to go back home and was denied entry. So whoopsie yeah all right but we have a lot to to catch up on i know Mm -hmm. that for the christmas break um 90 day also took a break so we just have one episode to go over which is episode 12 in sickness and in health and there were a couple that i must admit there were a couple of chortles on my end um from some things that happened in this episode so i was i was i I was happy to see it back kate um which disastrous couple would you like to start with first
0: Let's see. I think. I feel like we can get Jasmine and Gino out of the way pretty quick.
1: Mm. I mean, it's shocking to see them happy, you know, and not screaming. So it's a bit disarming. You're kind of, it's as though you're behind the sofa, just with your eyes above the sofa being like, it's going to happen soon. It's going to happen soon. They're going to fight. But we see them, they're in Miami. They're going salsa dancing. Gino looks genuinely happy. And you know all that we've ever seen obviously we've seen so much turmoil with them but you get a glimpse in how jasmine and him were when they first met you know when they were doing right. all the online communication then they finally met they both switched everything on when you do when you're with a new partner and everything's like that um and they were great they were so happy and Kate, we got a very uh raw insight into Jasmine and her children. So they have this great time, they're in Miami, they go and they're walking on the beach and then G- Gina kind of brings up, I do want to be a dad. I mean, he's 54 and he says, I want a biological child. He seems to his credit, he seems very, very caring for her stepchildren, uh, for her children which would be his stepchildren. And he seems very nice to them and always invested in them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, then Jasmine kind of revealed quite a very, very intimate look into her life with her with her sons. She
0: did. Jasmine has not spoken that much about her children, which I found to be a very redeemable, respectable quality about yeah. her. She is not completely exploiting her kids on this show. Um, we've Nicole and Aspen. Carry on. <laughs> right, right, and um, so it was. It was interesting to hear her speak about them more and and reveal that um, sort of emotional, tender side that she has as a mother um she's afraid to have another kid she says because one of her kids is special needs and is actually mm. nonverbal mm. and i think that she worries that sh- her baby would also be special needs and she just knows how tough that's been
1: yeah it was on it- her kid yeah she was speaking about the reaction of other people and how cruel the world can be Mm -hmm. um especially when you have a child that cannot communicate their feelings and um i i it was very poignant and i thought gino reacted very well to it i mean it's crazy we're giving all these people these compliments when they're usually complete (laughs) nut jobs and throwing toothbrushes at each other but it was a kind of beautiful moment and you so then you can take a breath and you go oh okay they're okay then we go to next week and you see (laughs) Going to be romantic. Gino's giving her... Is this like her fifth ring? He, I feel like he's given her so many diamond rings that she's thrown away in anger. She's stomped on. She's thrown in some parking lot in Michigan. But anyway, there, there is a romantic dinner. I'm giving her a ring. And then you just hear her voice over going. there is something that I haven't told him about how the ex-boyfriend gave her money to put plastic in her ass. So <laughs> it's just... I mean I was you you just you're rooting you're going yes I could take a breath I could take a breath and then it's all just going to blow up
0: they'll get back to the
1: script of yeah
0: your ex-boyfriend well your family and yep. da 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 so.
1: around and round we go Yep. um so that was Gino and Jasmine. who's next Kate
0: I would say I have Sam and Citra next
1: yeah hmm so we've got Citra. We last left them. Citra was very upset because Sam has a possibility of going back to jail because he didn't get his diversion paperwork filled out. Um, she's cooking in the kitchen and they have a very prolonged kind of conversation about his asshole and the mm-hmm. cooking being very, very hot that she's, you know, her uh, her food that she was cooking. Um, And she, she was kind of like, I do, you know, I'm worried because if he goes, I, I, Have nothing she's gonna be left we've discussed this last time If he goes to jail she's gonna be in a house with that alien hunting dad no one cleaning no job it's terrifying to think of that
0: so did you did you see we love a refrigerator reveal did you see what was in there no i missed kate she had both the freezer door and the refrigerator door open okay freezer contained microwavable burritos Mm. two big boxes of those uncrustables peanut butter and jelly mm. sandwiches Got it. and the refrigerator had about 12 liters of pop and by pop i mean soda so now, that's what love, she's working with
1: we love our dc we love diet coke <laughs> and we love our coke zero always i'm i'm big coke zero girl love my coke zero i don't think there's enough said about coke zero that's i'll save that for another episode but i do think we need to talk about coke zero a little bit more diet coke gets all of the attention but i love a coke zero it's true um but i did not see that damn it i usually would have caught that good catch kate good catch thank you yeah that's worrying so they're (laughs) having this chat and they're she's kind of like well you know we'll deal with it of course we have her impending her dad's coming but before that um we are going to go and meet Sam's mum and grandmother. Now I forget we're in Missouri. That's where we are, Missouri. And he's warned that his mother. I cannot remember if I've just forgot. If perhaps I missed all of this. That you know, his mother is very volatile. I don't know her history at all. I, I he may have revealed it. I can't remember it. Unfortunately, do you remember any of it that he said about his mum before this?
0: No, I have a lot of good guesses but yeah Yeah, yeah. he says it's been 10 years they've been estranged and then she just recently popped up and I thought oh was it because he's filming a tv show
1: Hmm. Hmm." it was giving me the vibes of a 90-day fiance the other way that kid that's gone over to the Philippines and had a baby You know, the one that just plays the video games all the time? Oh, oh, right, right, right. His mum. It was going to be that vibe. Yeah. Anyway, they go over. to. So he seemed very nervous. And he's like, you know, she can blow at any time. And they go over to the house. The house looked lovely. It looked a nice house. And they go in. Grandmother's there. And he was awfully affectionate to his grandmother, which was lovely. You could tell he was very, very close to her. Yeah. And... um, and the mother's there, and he says, I'm just worried she's going to say something about religion or something that's going to be uneducated or rude or offend Citra. I think Citra held her own and was very kind of confident and held a conversation with them. Grandmother seemed lovely. Mother seemed fine. Um, definitely, there was, you know, we've got to, we've definitely, she's buying her cigarettes and cartons. And that, listen, yeah. no, no shame. No, no shame. I'm just saying. To describe are- the vibe. There are cartons, not oh, just yeah. single cigarette packets. We've got cartons going on. Fine. But I would like someone to tell me, Citra walks in. She goes, have you just moved in? And they go, yeah. There wasn't a chair. Mm-hmm. What was it? I don't know if they'd literally moved in that morning and the moving truck was still outside. I was so confused because there were, there wasn't a chair. None of them sat down the entire time. There was an elderly woman there. It was so odd. Do you think they really live there? That I saw the beds on... I mean, it was strange. There's another scene where I think they may have been giving them, like, a tour. And they go in, and there's just mattresses on the floor. Mm -hmm. And there were boxes everywhere. And there were shopping bags. I think they must have just... Really just moved in a day beforehand or something. But there wasn't a chair. I just... They were all standing. And it was getting really uncomfortable for me to watch.
0: It was a little bit odd, for sure. Mm -hmm. The... She she brought some food, very nice. She didn't come empty-handed. Exactly. She brought, she made some food because she. I love this. She's she's seen the cuisine available to her in this house, Woo! and she's taking control. Yeah, <laughs> of her what is going in her body. Yeah, she's like, I got a rice cooker. It's too many potatoes here. Um, I'm Midwestern, so I, I was like, not enough potatoes. But anyway, yep. um, and she she made a dish that um is native to where she's from and so she's giving it to the mom and the mom's like she's like oh it's this and it has coke i think she said coconut milk in it and the mom was like oh i love coconut or whatever and i was like i don't okay mm-hmm. all right um i hope you guys like that but then they're talking about the the fact that they're getting married and the mom Mm. Is talking to the camera about this. And mm. she's kind of begrudgingly half accepting it, but she is telling us she wishes that Citra and her family worship the same god as her. And she doesn't really want to go to the wedding because she doesn't want to participate in something she doesn't believe in. And mm. she's got some pretty strong opinions about the religious element.
1: It wasn't even not believe. It was not approve. And that's of, a different thing. Yeah. Of right. Islam. So, yeah. and then the greatest line, which I took personal offense to as a bruja myself, Blanca, Abrucha, bruja, is um, she goes, but you know, they. she says at least it was like at least or something you shouldn't be marrying into witchcraft. Now, she wasn't saying Islam, the Islamic faith was witchcraft, but she was easily pairing the two. I mean, it's just like, she wasn't saying is- Islam was, but she was saying, you know, it's kind of like, you know, I I wouldn't approve of someone marrying into witchcraft. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, who
0: brought brought up witchcraft? I
1: don't know where that came from. The contrast
0: between his mom's side Mm. and his dad's side was interesting too because he said his dad's side is at one end of the spectrum, as we've seen with Mm. the alien stuff. And then the mom's side, he makes a point to say, and he feels bad saying it on TV, but he does say, well, they're kind of the type of religious where they don't practice what they preach. Yeah.
1: I knew and... what we we all knew what he was getting at. No one's saying it, Kate. No one's saying it. But we know where we get where she's been for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I do say I just wrote down one celebrity that she reminded me of, the mother. Very, very, very big uh Tyra Manning vape vibes. Tyron Manning. Really? Oh, oh Taryn
0: Tar- Manning.
1: Yeah.
0: Taryn Manning. Yes, yep. yes, yes.
1: Really getting those vibes off her. Uh huh. Uh huh.
0: Mm. Uh huh. Just being I, left- for, a sec- for a second, I thought you were going to say Tara Reid.
1: Tara <laughs> Reed. Look, I can add her in if you want, because really, I mean, there's that oh, sprinkle just, of that. It's like just being left out in the sun a little too long. You know, that vibe. Just a li- in the desert. They've, the des- they've been in the desert. They've been in a desert for a little too long somewhere.
0: The grandma from there's something about mary
1: it is Do you know that is. yeah of course the orange yeah i mean there's just a lot we got a sig on the slurring there's, there's, there's stuff there but i yeah. you know it went i think very well for, for what he was expecting yes so yes i know that we've got her father coming next that's what we're going to see probably next episode um I,
0: I think that's gonna be cringy for sure.
1: I know her talking to the dad about
0: because re- religion is obviously gonna come up and yeah, ugh. and the fact
1: she could be going to jail. Right, right. Um obviously Nick and Devin, they're done. That was just such pointless. Those two were so pointless in the show, but anyway, they're done. Um mm-hmm. I just wanna I'm gonna I'm just gonna say I wanna go to Moldova. We're going right there now. We're going to Moldova right now. And listen, I'm not proud of myself. All right, Kate. But I love Justin. I'm not proud of it. Okay. He's a monster. But he is a beautiful 90-day fiance monster. I love my Nikki as well. Don't get me wrong, I love my Nikki. Right. But those two, I I really love them. And we had, um, we had one of our great listeners actually DM us and I was having a full-on conversation with them about how both of us fancy Justin, but we know we shouldn't. I am still deeply sexually attracted to him, um, but his sense of humor, he-, he is awful. And he's amazing. <laughs> I just wrote, their are back. That was my first line because they were at the winery and when we last left them, Kate, this dickhead Justin tells our girl our gorgeous Nick, who we love. We love Nicky. We do. We love the nails. We love the look. And um, she's like, so you were with women and sleeping with women in the period of us being together, but before you proposed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. She's just like, just like a just like a sex friend. Just a sex. Just a sex friend. What? So poor I mean it's awful. Nikki's heart's broken. So they get into the car where they're always fighting. Back and we It's like the, the fights in cars in 90 days are so similar to getting in a sprinter van if you're a housewife. That's great like,
0: connection there. Yeah, yes. That's yes. what it is.
1: So they're in the car and she's all upset and they said we had to leave the winery um, because Justin spoke about his sex friends. Um then he starts in the car talking about quote we can try another girl together (laughs) sorry what nikki says i am i'm telling you that i'm upset because you were sleeping with other girls when we were together now out of nowhere by the way out of nowhere he just pops out well you know let's just add another girl that's not what i'm saying (laughs)
0: Still still has not apologized for no. doing that, by the way, for the sex friends. Won't no, apologize I... for that. But no. he's using it as a segue to talk about shared sex friends with her. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: What is he on? And Nikki cannot get her head around it. She's like, I don't want threesomes. I don't want any of that. You won't even have sex with me. Yet you're wanting. Here's the bottom line. And Justin says, I think in a preview of next week. I think he is madly in love with Nikki emotionally. He is not physically attracted to her and that's right. it. And he says that and he needs to say it to her and he needs to end this with her because it's yeah. it's breaking her heart and it's the truth. I think he really gets on with her and I think he really likes her. And I think they have a, gr- I can see them having a great laugh. We've seen it when they got drunk together and everything, that he's just not sexually attracted to her. And that's it.
0: I agree. I think there's also sort of a mothering aspect of it that he likes, too. Like, I think she, like, Mm. takes care of things for him.
1: Oh, yeah. Because she she did.
0: She, like, paid for all this stuff for him. And she says that on this, how she's like, I feel like I'm just the sugar mama. And then you have these younger women that you go for sex stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what's happening here.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So, yeah, she's... (laughs) she's talking about how she did all of her experimenting already in her 20s and she's that's not the lifestyle she's looking for right now and he I says know. well i wasn't that free and basically saying i deserve to have this that that exploratory time too and then she gives us the great line
1: oh yeah what's the please kate what is the line
0: i fucked three guys in paris she's like listing all this stuff i <laughs> i had i had Sex with women, I had three sons with two women and one guy I had sex with three guys in Paris. That was a little too much, but it was good or something. What was that? I
1: mean, I mean it was, she sits down and she just starts <laughs> saying, you know, like she was going to pack and then... um She came back and she's like, you know, I just can't, I can't do this. I've got to talk this out. She says, this is my, I've done these sexual things. And that's the problem with age difference relationships. It is a huge thing. You do, most people do a lot of sexual exploration, not everybody, but most people do it in their twenties. They get all of that, whatever you want to do, whether it's different genders, whether it's multiple people or whether it's just completely vanilla, but whatever, you're just, you, you enjoying sex and you're figuring out what you like, what you don't like you get and then you're heading to 50 and you get with a 20 something or it's it's very different it's very different what they want and unfortunately that's where we are with with our neck
0: yes i i totally agree about the age difference thing it can work if you've had very similar life experiences up until the point that you're at and you know look at Samit and jenny
1: (laughs) they're very happy they're very happy. You're right. They're very happy. But... but So she sat there and when she stopped, I was laughing my ass off. her listing all of these sexual adventures. She said, yeah, it didn't really work. The three guys didn't really work. But anyway, so I did that and it was, <laughs> I we need to get a t-shirt that says, I had three guys fuck me in Paris. It was beautiful work. It was oh. great. I loved it. I loved
0: yes. it. Then loved she talks it. to her mom on FaceTime oh. and tells her all about Justin's shit that he's putting her through and her mom is talking sense to her no absolutely not you need to give him an ultimatum or you need to end it I don't even know if she said need to end it she Mm -mm. was just like give the ultimatum this is not okay this is not what you want you're trying to settle down and then we see Justin aka Igor go to talk to his friend Ivan in park, and they have a very terrible conversation about how Ivan is telling him women are naturally manipulative put oh, an end to this and show your masculine side.
1: that's what it was yeah Fun. i um that was hard that was hard um i mean he um he was desperately trying to get some guidance and basically he, he just doesn't give he he, do- he cannot understand or communicate well with, um, with, with our girl, with our girl Nikki. And he's trying to figure it out. And so he's going to this guy that's going to give him terrible advice. And I think Nikki's mum as well knows her daughter and is like, I can't tell her to just stop seeing him. It's not going to work either. But Right.
0: There's a I difference. Have- There's a difference in, it's like, he is... Perfectly fluent in English and everything, mm-hmm. but there's still this miscommunication happening. Like they're not on the same page with when they're being serious and when they're joking around, oh, like their yeah. senses of humor. They. D- I think you're right what you said earlier about how they can have a laugh together yeah. and, you know, drink some wine, have a great time but also she says at one point I don't even know like I can't tell if he's mm. saying this stuff just to get a rise out of me or mess with me or get me to push him away or if he is genuinely serious and saying this because that's really what he wants with our relationship like she just cannot even discern between those different I, things. and
1: it makes sense and I think she touched on something there when she said um You know, I can't figure out whether he's trying to push my buttons because I think he's trying desperately to push her away. He doesn't want to break this up. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, What the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. Mm-hmm. he's saying all of this he's smile it's it's really nasty yeah. um because he he cannot say what he needs to say to her which is as we said before I don't I'm not sexually attracted to you and it's not going to work and he's yeah. saying all these things so hopefully she ends it but I don't think Nikki's gonna end it anytime soon I just don't
0: that's it's it's such a shame
1: I know right? I love I love her Me too. um all right so who do we? We, oh come on let's go to Ashley and Manuel okay
0: that's what I was gonna say too so hey sorry I have my Paula Santo on my desk and I just got such an urge to light it so I oh, did oh good then speaking light of it. Ashley yeah there you
1: see see <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes so okay we have a friend of Manuel's Jonathan right mm-hmm. his name and he's coming over and this was nice for him I think I really think he needed this um, to have someone he knows around, someone he can Mm -hmm. speak Spanish with and not Ashley's choppy, choppy Spanish. Uh (laughs) Um, And so Jonathan comes over. It's been seven years since they've seen each other. Jonathan lives in New York. Mm -hmm. and they're chatting Ashley's there too and um Ashley's like you guys should go hang out go get out of the house and just you two go you know have guy time or whatever and so they go to a bar to talk and um Manuel is talking about Ashley's spending this is his big issue with her is money so Mm He thinks that she spends an excessive amount on unnecessary things when his family is in Ecuador needing assistance from Mm -hmm. him, but actually it's her money. And um, Jonathan, I thought, was pretty measured with his responses Mm -hmm, to this mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. because he's he's telling us that maybe – Maybe people in the States don't understand just like the things that are needed for people in Ecuador. And also he's saying to Manuel, like, that's kind of just the way it is here. He's like, I have 20 pairs of sneakers at my house right now. And so I I feel like he did a good job of, you know, sympathizing with it, Mm -hmm. but also showcasing that Ashley's point of view is valid as well. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: I agree I think that and here there are just some fun as as much as we all want to think love conquers all it absolutely does not unfortunately especially you can see it in this show every time you watch it but um cultural differences really there are some that we will we will never understand what some other cultures experience and likewise with us there is just going to be a barrier as much as we wish that there isn't There just are because you're brought up in different ways and whether it's religion or culture there are some things that are so ingrained in manuel and how money is treated and how money is spent that is vastly different to american lifestyle and that's just it so then they get you know then they all go together for coffee and you know Ashley loves her coffee she loves yes. a drizzle of caramel she loves the whipped cream you know she loves it all yes. um so they're all sat by the way i can't i can't believe how this ended so yeah they're all sat there and they're all having this conversation they get onto it again and he's just like she she explains i'm paying for everything she said i he's like you need to do more she goes we sent money to your family twice in two months. So once a month, they're sending money. And he goes, yeah, and that's all you did. Uh, uh, so she gets up, she goes, I'm so hurt. And you could see a genuine panic because she went to the back to speak to the producers, which we love, thank you, Ashley. And she said, "Um, I'm the one, I have no co-signer for him. And what has been discussed in past 90 days is if you sponsor your fiance to come over here, you're responsible for him financially in the United States for it was ten or fifteen years. It was a massive amount of time. Yeah, she has that entire burden. He can he can walk. He can marry her, or or not. Well, marry her. He would have to marry her, and he could walk away from the marriage, not work, and say you need to pay for me. And legally, she has to. That's what she, that's what you're doing when you sponsor someone to come to this country. It's huge. So you could see her panic. You really could. Yep. And Manuel just she and she's like also made the point of like I'm he wants all the food he's eating my money, place he's staying my money. I'm putting food in his children's mouth. Who, by the way, I have no idea or no, I know nothing about them because he's completely hidden all that life from me.
0: Yeah, he's keep she she says he's keeping me away from his family, but telling me I'm not giving them enough money and she's giving them money she's supporting their son or dad or whoever and sending them money once a month and he's telling her she's not supporting him enough She's like, we're having <laughs> I loved when she was like, we're banging, banging it, out it out multiple, multiple times, times a, a day. day. Ah! I was like, girl, you are doing so much. I
1: really appreciated that from her. I wrote that down as a quote. I loved it. And the other quote that got me riled is, yeah, he says, she has to take responsibility. I don't know how she didn't lose her shit, <sighs> but then we see something that's just the cherry on the top. Next week with Ashley and Manuel, She's outside screaming and roaring at him having a fight. And then they go into the toilet. They go into the toilet, the bathroom, at the coffee shop and have sex. Oh uh, God. Is she doing? She is the epitome of dickmatized. Like I've never yeah. known anything like it. Yep. That's it. He must and they have leave their mics amazing... on, which I really appreciate, by the way. They did leave their mics on. <laughs> So they have this mm-hmm. roaring fight and then they're like, okay, we made up fine, whatever. Jonathan leaves and they're like, all right, let's go have sex in the toilets so at this coffee shop. It was I I appreciate wow. that a lot. I really did. I really appreciated that.
0: Ashley, uh, these this couple and especially Ashley, I just want to shout out, I feel like she's giving us a lot this season. She
1: is. I really yeah. I'd like to see more of her work though, but she's too yeah. busy. She's having sex with him multiple times a day. She has to go and get her coffee. You know, she's got a lot going on. You know, the, you know that, sorry, you
0: know the camera guys have like been around when this is going on too, and they're just like, I guess we'll fuck off then.
1: Oh, just <laughs> imagine. Oh, no. Um, the okay. sights those cameramen <sighs> have seen. All right. Uh, you can take us in. You okay. You can take us into you know who. All right. Oh, no shit. We have Clayton as well.
0: We do. Do you want to do them first? Yeah,
1: Clayton. So what I put it on our Instagram, Tender Love and Care podcast. Awards need to be given to the editors that you see Clayton in this, they're in San Diego in this hotel or this Airbnb. Clayton's lying on the bed in the middle of the day and it just pops or in the morning and just pops up. 59 days without sex. <laughs> I lost my shit. They are beautiful work over at TLC. They're producing beautiful work. Oh, so I mean, funny. It was great. Um Unclear how long they've got left to marry, which is what we usually see, but 59 days without sex. So they're in San Diego making... Uh, Kate, have I missed something? Why are they not having sex? What is going on here?
0: I think... I'm, I was trying to figure that out too. I couldn't tell if I just missed what was said or right. if she... Is just more modest than him or um chaste. I don't know what the word is here. Like she wants to wait till marriage. Is it that? Maybe because or because they've had
1: she... sex. This is the thing. They've been sexually active. This oh. is not a couple that that's like citra that religious reasons are not having sex.
0: Oh, okay. I think in that case, she's come here and she's so turned off by mm-hmm. the circumstances she's in. She's mm-hmm. she's not horny with the mom in the closet. And sure. you know, she's and like, they could pick a she... chocolate. I think he gave her the ick with all this.
1: You know, if I walked into a house, there was a mother living in the closet. Sure. Maybe I would not feel that horny. But then you see baby pick a chocolate and they're (laughs) dressed up. They have little hats. Chihuahuas have hats on. I mean, I'm living my dream at that point. I'm like, whoa, it's lovely. It's festive. Um, So don't get it. But anyway, she's not into it. So yeah, they've been having sex many times when he visited before. And this is just... So 59 days without sex. And then um uh they're in San Diego, this Airbnb. So they're making breakfast and she kind of he says, What? Are you upset with me? She says, I still am about all of this sex talk. And my notes are just these are my notes. 59 days without sex. Ha ha. Why? In San Diego. Speaking about sex talk, not okay. Baby pig and chocolate. I just <laughs> want to see yeah, I mean, they fat little gins. And I love gins so much. Um, so then when they're outside in the garden having breakfast, which looked like a microwave, I don't know what it was, but anyway, they were eating it, and they kind of resolved their issues, whatever. He gets up, leans over to kiss it. She doesn't even want to kiss him. She has no attraction to this man at all. I, I think you're right, Kate. I think she came over and it was such a shock to her that she went, actually, no, not at she, all.
0: She didn't know that he was gaming almost all day. She no didn't, friends. In, no friends. Like th- all this stuff is adding up and making him mm. way less attractive to her. Because yeah. I think when he was visiting her, it was this Adventurous, sexy side to him that she saw. And then yeah. she came here and she's like, Oh, this is who you are and what you do. No thanks.
1: Yeah. I, I think that's exactly what it is. Because I just could not get my head around it. Yeah. So then he goes to meet with Cameron, his friend, um, that he came to San Diego to see. They practiced some Peruvian uh dance, which was really interesting, but they did that for like mm-hmm. five minutes. Mm-hmm. Then they had a whole conversation, said goodbye. But the main thing I want to get to is now you know listeners on this show we love our theories and we come up with theories that most of the time have no no grounding in reality but sometimes they just come to us and we like to spread them as rumors as gossip and one of them (laughs) that i came up with is that anna lee this whole thing that he addresses at dinner with um her in san diego is about her father now we were told from the beginning her father does not know about clayton I think she said she was on a holiday here or something to do with a work thing. God knows what she told this father. I started the rumor that there's a possibility that this is not her father. That I think this is a husband. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. I I just don't understand what's going on. She's not having sex with this guy. She cannot post him on Instagram at all, on any of her social media. He's not posted. She has lied about him. The father knows zero about him. And then they start having conversations. She goes off and we see next week it goes into it more, but she goes off, she's crying. He's like, why are you so scared to talk about your father? Why are you so scared to talk about your father? I don't know if, I I can't remember how it's worked when he's got been in Peru because he's been there once or twice to see her. If he was, if he just never met any of her family or he was introduced as a as a friend? I don't know. I don't know. Or but...
0: maybe maybe they were just like meeting up places mm-hmm. like like uh
1: hotels or Airbnbs so. or whatever,
0: like resorts.
1: So but what is it with this father? I
0: don't know. She was her reaction said a lot, so
1: don't get That's it, so... I don't know.
0: That's that's a really that would be a humongous that twist that this, humongous. this season's been lacking, to be frank.
1: That right? It would be a great twist. What, she's that terrified of her father because uh, he doesn't want her to marry a foreigner? I don't know. I just think it's really over the top. But that's what we see next week. We're going to get further into that. And he's saying, why are you so scared? What is going on about the father just knowing nothing? Because he is not present in her life, Clayton, on any of her social media. So... Interesting. Don't know what's going on. So, yeah, you can take us into you know who. Just go ahead, please. All
0: right, Sophie and Rob the Knob. So another car fight. We're in. Sure,
1: we're in. Uh, Straight in.
0: This is after that awful trip to the sex shop. You'll remember it was this strange interaction with the employee, implying that she would have a threesome with them. Mm. Sophie got very annoyed that Rob seemed open to that and that he didn't immediately say... No, I will not have a threesome. This is my fiance, soon to be mm-hmm. wife, Sophie. Mm-hmm. Um, so they kind of they argue a little bit more, but then they they do this thing where they're like, let's move on. And then they
1: uh, then in the quote I it. wrote that down. Should we move past it? Let's move past it, and then it's all done. I, awful. If awful.
0: I have an issue, it's like we're gonna sit here and talk and talk until I feel good about this. Anyways, so um they are cooking in Rob's uh, kitchen uh, area uh, of his apartment. And Rob goes, Could they put a little? She's like, I don't have any surfaces to put these potatoes or whatever. And he gets a little uh, like TV tray table and they sit uh, <laughs> across from each other and they're peeling potatoes. And he goes, ah, Couldn't do this in a big kitchen, could you? And I was like, You absolutely could and it would be way more comfortable
1: (laughs) he is awful and i hate him carry on
0: sophie is like why is um she picks up the olive oil that was on the stove and she's like why is this hot he's like it's a stove i thought that was funny Mm -hmm. and then she's like oh my phone's on the stove and her mom has texted her that she is arriving in 30 minutes Mm -hmm. and so they don't pick up the mom from the airport mm-mm, mm-mm. which I thought I thought that was interesting I don't know I feel if my mom was like flying internationally I'd probably um, meet her
1: or it is it she may have been like I don't want to I don't want a f- uh, uh, camera crew when I get off the plane she oh, may have been like that like, oh, don't do that that's really that, annoying let me get yes. to the hotel yes, of a shower yep, yeah
0: that that makes a lot of sense mm. so they meet her at her hotel room and
1: so miserable and sophie (laughs) could have not asked and are you excited are you excited about seeing mom are you excited about seeing mom yeah well you know i mean she just you know he he's so miserable about his entire life and sophie he doesn't like her i'm sure he likes having sex with her but he doesn't like her at all no they're just so they go up to this hotel room oh he says, he says to his girlfriend, you know, she just doesn't know how to shut up sometimes about her mother. Oh. This guy is just such, so, you know what it is? It's trash. He is trash. Uh, has no, no idea about how to function in proper society. That's who this guy is. Anyway, the mother is like obsessed with Sophie. It's like, oh, oh my God. So feel like I smell you. Oh, so I smell like so. It's just ignores him, right? And he's so awkward. He doesn't know how to speak to people. And he's just, you know, he's just, ugh. So he goes on defensive. These very, very, very insecure men that we see in these shows, they don't know how to interact with people at any level. So they go on a defensive. It's their problem, not mine. Not mine. Nope, not mine. Not mine. And he was already like that. And so she goes, hi, Rob. And she's like, the mother eventually goes, "Hi Rob, you look, you look, you look good." She says, oh, thanks, thanks. <laughs> yeah, cracks a smile a little bit. And they sit down, and I mean, the mother look, she's well aware of being on camera. Let's say that she knows she's got to kick off like a little bit. So, they start talking about, you know, she's like, "What's going on with the wedding?" Yeah, um, you can help, mum. Um, and then the mother's like, "I want, I will make sure." <laughs> I will make sure that I will get uh you know the uh, she's got like a little bit of a like she she's got like lower jaw like she speaks a little bit like this. she's like I will make sure but you know I'll get the bouquet because I I ain't never been married I ain't been married so I want to get it, and then he's like well uh yeah and he is completely innocent and just throwing out this stupid sentence of like well yeah you're gonna have to you know uh, my mum's my mum's gonna be there and um then what who is it and then he goes she's only a tiny lady and the mother says oh "Oh, I'm gonna have to knock her down
0: yeah because he's saying like oh like my mom's gonna want that bouquet too or whatever and then she she says and then the mom says um well I'm gonna have to knock her to the floor then yes to which Rob responds well my mom is so tiny and she's really not aggressive
1: and that was a throwaway comment. We know yeah. it was all a throwaway comment. I hate Rob the Knob, but it was a throwaway comment. Yeah. And she sees the thing of like, oh, I haven't started an argument yet on camera with him. So, all right. Uh, who you are you calling aggressive? Are uh, you saying that I'm aggressive? And then Sophie's just like, well, I mean, yeah, she's like, oh, I mean, she didn't no, she wasn't actually like saying that, you know, um, she was, like, going to knock... Do you think my mum was actually saying that she was going to, like, knock down your mum? She's, like, joking. Oh, it was painful. And he's, like, I wasn't thinking any of you were being literal in what you were saying. I was just responding, and you're all jumping on me. That mother is... Listen, he's a nightmare, and he deserves everything, but the mother is It's tough. Then she... So they kind of have this... This goes on way too long. They leave her. Kate and then she comes to visit his house.
0: Yes. One more thing I want to say about that okay. whole thing. Did you see when she's like, all right, bye guys? And then did you see as they turned their backs to leave, the camera was on her and she went like this and just completely dropped the smile immediately yeah. after they yeah. turned. She was like,
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it Can you was... imagine if your daughter turned up with him?
0: Or... No. No, I
1: understood it. It just
0: cracked me up. Yeah. And so, yes, we um we next have her going to the their studio apartment, and needless to say, she's not impressed.
1: Um, and listen, I hate that this is being presented, and like I tell you, it's being presented as that by him through his eyes of, oh, these are posh English people. By the way, they couldn't be further. I've already discussed they could not be. Further away from posh. Okay, I'm just putting that out there. Um, these are posh English people that are super, super rich and they're coming in and they're judging me because uh, they have no idea how hard my life is and they've no idea like how much I've suffered. And- Shut up with you take you and your massive chip on your shoulder rob and get a job and i felt like sophie you know he, the mother walked in said oh this is lovely courtyard and they go in and quite rightly the place is a mess once again kate and i say it, every single week it's not about the level of finance and the level of money you have you can have a tiny place but it could be spotless and look beautiful he doesn't clean anything it's all overcrowded it's dusty so yeah the mother isn't impressed absolutely yeah yep and he just and Sophie I you could feel how much she was so happy to have someone on her side because he started kicking off and Sophie goes oh get out the violin and I loved that I was like good for you none of you know anything my life I've suffered and that mother goes you have absolutely no idea about my life you have absolutely and that like I say that woman is not posh I've no idea where she came from or money or anything like that but He's just, he is so, just, uh, he's so living in a woe is me and he's the victim. He's had a hard life. He's, do you know what? Like I told you when you were here, Kate, McDonald workers in Los Angeles County earn $20 an hour. He yeah. can go and work at McDonald's.
0: That's that's what I have written down here because I don't think that anyone is and on the show or us... We're not denying that he's like had a tough go at it. He's had a tough start and all that. And why it, it has is... he,
1: by the way? Who has, what is his story? I would actually, I don't know where this, all he does is talk about how tough his life has been.
0: I think because he, uh, I'd have to go, I'm sorry, I'd have mm. to go back to the first episode because he did talk about it a little bit. Okay. I think okay. so. But um, we both know it. it's very mm. hard to, live in LA and support yourself. Yeah. And it is tough to hear that you're not doing a good enough job succeeding in life. Yeah, sure. But their point and our point is that you still could get a job somewhere. And Mm -hmm. I think his ego is preventing him from taking a job that maybe isn't as cool or glamorous as he wants it to be. And, it doesn't have to be that at first because you can build and find something else. You know, you can job search while you're working these shifts at this place. Mm-hmm. You don't really care for,
1: Absolutely. you know,
0: I've done that and it's, it sucks, but like you have to have some income coming in.
1: Yeah. And if, if he's so, you know, tough and like he's fighting it and doing it all on his own. Okay. Then do it on your own, but you're not, you're living off your girlfriend, mate. That's what you're doing. You don't work. So and did did you catch the part
0: too where Sophie's like she's like but because because the mom is saying why didn't you her argument or her her statement she keeps coming back to is like her and Sophie is why didn't you prepare more for her coming here right and that makes sense when Sophie says I was talking to you for months and months checking in on saying have you applied to any jobs well how's your job search going and. He wasn't doing it. So no. that's
1: I that's mean, the it's issue. It's really just black and white what we're saying here. And you're right. He thinks he's above working at a fast food place, but he'd be earning a ton more money than he is now. It's just, it's painful to watch this child of a man just... Oh, I can't even stand it. It's screaming at her. The language uses to this to supposed mother-in-law and his girlfriend. And it's he's such a victim, Kate. He's such a victim. Shut up. I, I mean, to guy. be to be
0: fair, we did get an amazing montage of what's the mom's name, Claire. Yes. Uh all of Is her FaceTimes called? with Sophie. Yeah. When she's talking about him. And she Great. definitely name-calls him a lot, but also accurate it's it's accurate and it's your girlfriend's mom coming to visit all this way and you're gonna act like this he's a petulant child out. Ugh. he's an yeah. idiot
1: yeah yeah and that marks the end of 90 days, yeah. I would say for this week <laughs> so um yeah i mean i think we did that without getting too angry it is a new year guys i did go mm. to mass on saturday so i'm a great catholic again yeah. uh so i'm trying not to get too angry um, but yeah, so um that is that for our ninety day fiance wrap up, guys. Um also happy new year. I don't think we've even said happy new oh, year to all yeah. of our listeners. <laughs> Happy Happy New Year, Year, guys. We hope we, you know, Kate and I have a lot planned for 2024. We're going to be marking on March the 1st, our second year of the pod, if you can even believe it. So we want to say a big thank you to everyone that has supported us. Genuinely, it's huge seeing you sign up. We just got, just sent a message to one of our new Patreon members just before we came on here. Thank you so much for joining our Patreon. Dead easy. Go to patreon.com forward slash Care podcast find us it's five dollars a month you'll get a ton of back content in there there's if you've listened to all our episodes right now go and join our patreon we have hours and hours of exclusive um episodes on there for you to listen to that has not been released on the main feed so we want to say thank you to everyone please go and follow us on instagram at Care podcast tiktok the same name same username, Tender Loving Care Podcast. And Kate, hey, we have our YouTube channel. Yes,
0: yes. You can find us on YouTube. I've been posting the video version of the podcast episodes. Woo! So exciting.
1: Hi, everyone that's watching right now. We're waving.
0: Hi. <laughs> can see us roll our eyes at Rob the Knob. Mm. And uh that you can find search Tender Loving Care Podcast on YouTube and you'll find our channel. It's you'll see the logo is the same as our podcast logo. And go follow us, like, subscribe all this stuff and smash
1: that like button
0: (laughs) hit that bell hit
1: that bell and
0: yes thank you so much for uh for supporting us and um email us if you have any fun gossip or experiences being on a reality show or you know someone who's on a reality show and something fun happened email us tenderlovingcareodd at gmail.com we love to hear yes. stuff
1: and um we are going to hop off now and record our Wheel of shame episode in which we talk about the docuseries the curse of the chippendales so be sure to listen to that when it comes out on wednesday we love yes. you all happy new year guys this is going to be a year full of love full of good health and great wealth for all of us love 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 until next time bye-bye. bye bye bye